The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank. News and comment. Tuesday, November 1st, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you buy shaving products using the code R-E-L-M at harrys.com. Although Democrats are doing the squealing, Americans of every stripe have reason to be concerned about the actions of FBI Director James Comey. He didn't consult with higher-ups at the Justice Department before he publicly recommended no charges be filed against Hillary Clinton, which angered Republicans. Now, again, without consulting anyone, he's thrown an election into chaos by announcing the Bureau may have found evidence without saying what, if anything, has been found angering Democrats. Both moves by Comey were made not only without consultation, but against Justice Department policy about what is and isn't said publicly within 60 days of an election. Comey, a Republican, made his latest move less than two weeks before this election. He may have even broken the law. And Comey, as a 10-year appointee, would still have that job no matter who wins the election. If Clinton wins, she not only takes office under a dark cloud, she's stuck with Comey for the rest of his term. If Trump were to win, the legitimacy of a Trump presidency would be in doubt and Democrats would be after Comey for rigging the election. That's right. Although rigged has been a Trumpism, it could well become the Democrats' mantra. And no matter who wins, at least half the country's confidence in the FBI and the Justice Department is lost or at least severely damaged. It should be stressed that most voters' minds will not be changed by Comey's partial and uncertain revelation. Still, Clinton's lead had shrunk from 12% to 1% even before this half-baked story broke. And it wouldn't take much to tip that scale even more, even though two-thirds of voters say this latest controversy won't change their votes. Most of us consider this email stuff's been debated enough already. Still, an ABC News Washington Post poll puts Trump ahead nationally by a point for the first time since May. That poll has a three-point margin of error. Poll results in the middle of this week should give us a clearer picture. In the meantime, Clinton still leads in the Electoral College race, still leads in 11 of the 13 battleground states, and leads Trump by an even wider margin in Pennsylvania, a state Trump has to win to win. Meanwhile, the FBI says it may or may not know more before the election. But by breaking with policy and tradition, Comey has thrown into doubt this election, the election process, and some of the most important institutions of our government, even if the FBI doesn't find anything new after all. Some Democrats are already crying foul. The NAACP in North Carolina says election officials in three counties have illegally canceled thousands of voter registrations, and they're asking for a court order to turn that around. The association says this is intentional suppression of black votes, presumably supporting Hillary Clinton. One man who's voted in at least 14 elections is a citizen whose registration has been canceled and without any notice. Federal courts have declared North Carolina's voter ID law to be designed to keep minorities from voting, and federal law prohibits removing people from registration within 60 days of an election. Still, Hillary Clinton holds a significant lead over Donald Trump in North Carolina. On the campaign trail, Trump is saying the FBI director has restored his reputation. And Trump's repeating his claim that this, whatever this is, is worse than Watergate. For her part, Clinton says there's no case here. 
She's focusing on what she calls Trump's unfitness to lead. Certainly, she says, unfit to have the nuclear codes. Quoting Clinton, I'm running against a man who says he doesn't understand why we can't use nuclear weapons. He wants more countries to have nuclear weapons. To which she adds, he was asked who he consults on foreign policy and said he doesn't need to consult because, quote, I have a very good brain. Clinton also says Trump is a patsy for Putin. On the Russian leader, she says he knows he can use flattery to get into Donald's head to make Donald the Kremlin's puppet, and it seems to be working. Most of us think this election is more important than the elections of years gone by. But then that's what we said four years ago and eight years ago. 71% of us say this election is more important than others, but 70% of us thought that in 2012, and 74% of us believed it in 2008. So these days, a vast majority of Americans see a presidential election as important, each one perhaps more important than the last. But it didn't used to be that way. Only 47% of us thought the 2000 election was important. That's the one that elected George W. Bush by about 500 votes. In that election and the one before it, only 4 in 10 of us saw the presidential election as something important. In races that have included Barack Obama and Donald Trump, 7 in 10 of us think it's important. It's why registration is up this year, why early voting is up, and why turnout on Election Day will be up as well. Over 22 million ballots have already been cast, an all-time record. The election is a week from today. A strike may affect that crucial vote next week in Philadelphia. Nearly 5,000 public transit workers are off the job, stopping the buses, subways, and trolleys that are normally used by 400,000 people every day. That may prevent some people from getting to the polls in a local election that's crucial for both Clinton and Trump. Ride-sharing services, including Uber, Lyft, and Zipcar, are now offering discounts and expanded service. Meanwhile, back at the economy, more good news. Consumer spending, the biggest single part of our economy, over two-thirds of it, was up in September by the most in three months. In fact, the month before, spending was down a tenth of a percent, so September's half percent gain was welcome news indeed. It not only shows people's confidence in the economy, it means they're pumping money back into the companies that do the hiring and give the raises. On that subject, disposable income didn't grow very much, even though incomes were up by nearly a half percent. And prices didn't go up much, although that's a bad thing if we expect the economy to grow more. Inflation is also up, but still hovers below 2%, something the experts have been pushing for since 2012. Now in its fourth year, with over 3.5 million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the REL Network. Talk about a close shave. I almost kept paying twice as much for razor blades as I do now, now that I buy my blades at harrys.com. And to me, the shave is every bit as close and every bit as comfortable as the big-name brands locked inside that glass case at the store. Harry's blades are half the price and won't shred your face like the cheap disposables we've tried. Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges include a lubricating strip, a more flexible hinge for a smoother glide, and a trimmer blade for creative faces and hard-to-get places. Harry's made these improvements, by the way, without raising the price the way the big brands do. Just something else to love about Harry's. The cartridges lock onto a Truman handle, which has a rubberized grip so it doesn't slip through your wet fingers, and it comes in your choice of colors. Please try the Harry Starter Kit. It's free with just $3 shipping. That's the razor, a blade cartridge with a cover and the shave gel, a $13 value, 
for less than what you'd pay for just one blade, one blade from the big guys. Get in on this great free trial. Go to harrys.com and subscribe to a blade schedule that's right for you. And for our listeners, there's a nice little extra gift. Harry's Aftershave Balm, reducing redness with aloe and cucumber to make your face feel cool and moist. But only if you support this show by using the code R-E-L-M when you check out. Now, to get this free trial and the free gift, go to harrys.com, that's with two R's, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, and use the code R-E-L-M. It's November 1st, which means healthcare.gov is open for business again, offering Obamacare policies now through the end of January. People who want their policy to begin January 1st need to sign up by December 15th. This is the fourth year of the Affordable Care Act, and things have changed. These changes mean that as many as 2 million of us will need new policies. Here are the changes. Rates have gone up an average of 25%. Some increases will be smaller, some considerably bigger. For most of the existing government marketplace customers, no change, since the increase will be offset by a bigger tax rebate. But for those making too much to qualify for government subsidies, this one's going to hurt. And there are fewer choices this year, with several big companies pulling out, at least for now. Gone are United Healthcare, Aetna, Humana, and Blue Cross Blue Shield, depending on your location. Rates are also going up, not surprisingly, because all the people with medical troubles signed up first, draining tons of money from the system. At the same time, not enough younger, healthier people were signing up, keeping a ton of money out of the pool. Many younger people with few medical bills have opted to pay the government fine for not having insurance instead, even though they would get the same tax breaks. Health care costs have gone up too, and... Health insurance companies are now paying more for the insurance that protects them against catastrophic financial losses. Plus, some companies, in their effort to be competitive, set their monthly premiums too low to cover everyone's medical expenses. Add it all up, and it spells increased costs for as many as 3 out of 10 families. President Obama's repeatedly called on Congress to fix what's wrong with a law that many Americans like for its coverage of pre-existing conditions, for its lack of lifetime limits, and for its coverage of millions who had previously been forced to do without medical insurance. A Republican Congress has ignored the president's request and instead voted some five dozen times to repeal the law, never quite succeeding. And while government officials are optimistic that enrollment may be up by a million people this year, experts say it's more likely to go down because of those increases. At the very least, they expect enrollment to stay the same at a time the program needs more people Hillary Clinton's promised to improve the law. Donald Trump has promised to repeal it and replace it with something that, without offering many details, he says will be much, much better. Deadly roads. In Baltimore this morning, a commuter bus collided with a school bus. At least three people were killed. In Mississippi last night, a pickup truck rear-ended a hayride trailer, killing three people, including two children. Details are sketchy, but we know several other people were injured. 17 people got hurt, including a baby, in an apparent drunk driving crash in North Carolina with just two vehicles. The baby was the one-month-old son of the woman being charged with DWI, misdemeanor child abuse, reckless driving, and driving on a revoked license, among other things. The vehicle she struck with her Chevy Blazer was a church van which carried 15 people. Of the 17 people in that crash, 15 were taken to hospitals with one of the injuries serious, a head injury. The other 14, including the allegedly drunk driver, got only minor injuries. Alcohol does not appear to be a factor in the vehicle injuries of nearly two dozen people in Martinsville, Virginia. 
anger, adrenaline, and testosterone, maybe, but not alcohol, according to police. It happened just outside the NASCAR race that took place there Sunday. The driver of a 2005 Chevy SSR convertible was apparently ready to leave while others stood around watching a helicopter. The driver, through his open top, was heard saying, F this, before he slammed into an SUV and then swerved, apparently intentionally, into a crowd of people. 22 people were hurt, although, again, the injuries were surprisingly minor. Nine people were taken to hospitals, but even their injuries were not serious. The convertible driver is in custody, quoting an eyewitness. I don't know what his deal was. Here's your weekly Fandango movie roundup. Boo! A Medea Halloween was the top movie in theaters over the weekend for the second straight week. The Tyler Perry comedy sold tickets worth nearly $17 million Friday through Sunday at theaters in the U.S. and Canada. Inferno was second, followed by Jack Reacher's sequel, Never Go Back. The Accountant was fourth, and Ouija Origin of Evil was fifth. Girl on the Train was sixth. For your local theaters and showtimes, for previews, tickets, and so much more, and to support this free news, please use and bookmark the Fandango link you'll find at buzzburbank.com. How far can you drop an iPhone 7 without damaging it? We now know it's at least 100,000 feet. A teenage tech vlogger out of Sacramento used a weather balloon to take his phone to that altitude and then release it. The falling phone got lost in the jet stream from the balloon's launch, and it took a three-hour search of mountainous terrain to find the phone, which landed in a spot that's a three-hour drive from the launch site. But the Timex was still ticking, as they used to say. The phone had a few scratches, but powered up and functioned just fine, even after being dropped from 100,000 feet up. And finally, it may have gone something like this in Bryan, Texas. Sir, your daughter is fine, but she's just had an automobile accident. Oh, and she hit a police car. Oh, and we found an open bottle of wine in the center console's beverage holder, so that's a DWI, underage drinking, and an open container in the vehicle. She had to post a $200 bond. Oh, and the real reason she says she hit the cop car is that she was taking a topless Snapchat selfie for her boyfriend while driving. Otherwise, Dad, she's fine. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thanks for listening, and thank you for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.